The Kingdom Come is a prayer initiative organized all with this one prayer that God would send his spirit to empower the church to greater works of evangelism. A guy called Arthur Wallace once said, every great revival is born out of prayer, sustained by prayer, and brings forth more prayer. We believe that the church coming together in prayer, that God would send his spirit to empower them to greater works of evangelism, will bring about change in our lifetime. Will transform our nations, our towns, our cities, our streets, our families. A praying church is a powerful church. My friends, let us pray. Generous God, transform the poverty of our lives by the riches of your grace. And through your Holy Spirit, touch and transform my words that they may be for us the good news of your kingdom. Amen. So my friends, Jesus Christ, whom we worship is our crucified, risen and ascended Lord. And we have walked with him through his journey of love. We have faced the agony of his suffering and death on a cross. We have rejoiced at his bursting free from the tomb. We have enjoyed his presence with us. The revelation of himself through the breaking of bread. We have seen his return to the throne before which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that this Jesus is Lord. And now, with the followers of his own time, we await the coming of the Holy Spirit, his gift to his people, through which the good news of his kingdom will be made known. And so we have heard again together the story of how the Holy Spirit came upon those first disciples and transformed them from those who were afraid and withdrawn to those who were compelled to go and to share the good news of the kingdom of God with those around them. And we read that in the Acts of the Apostles, excuse me while I find the passage in scripture. And so we have heard that when the day of Pentecost had come, they were gathered together in one place. Now friends, what might that mean for us who this year cannot gather together in one place. Well, the good news for us is that the spirit blows where it will and is not confined to the walls of buildings. So wherever we are, if we wait in expectation, the spirit will come. And we too will discover the unsettling, transforming, life-giving, illuminating, breath-filling coming of the Holy Spirit, like the rush of a violent wind, 
like divided tongues of flame touching, consuming our lives. That's not an easy image. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, but comfort literally means with strength. And so although we may need the reassurance of God's presence and love with us this year more than ever, that presence doesn't just reassure us, it gives us courage, it gives strength to our heart, it, it turns us around and upside down. It means we no longer look in on ourselves, but turn our attention out towards those among whom we are set. And that's what happened to those first followers of Jesus as they were waiting for Jesus' promise. As we do today, how long, O oh Lord? How long must we wait until thy kingdom comes? How long must we pray? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. When the Spirit comes, we are filled and touched and overturned so that we no longer look to ourselves and our own concerns, but turn our attention outward. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak as the language gave them ability. And we're told there were in that city people from all walks of life, from across the known world. And so it is in our city. There are people of every walk of life, in every circumstance, from across our region and our nation, our continent and our world. And as we pray today, your kingdom come, we take a huge risk. Because if we ask God's kingdom to come, it will come first in us. And the Holy Spirit, like that disturbing, unsettling, refreshing wind, like that comforting, refining, transforming fire, will come to us and send us out. Because those first disciples could not contain what they had been given. And they had to share the words of Christ with those among whom they were set. Those from every walk of life, from every place on earth. And so it is for us in our city. We are the ones whom God fills in order that our attention is turned from ourselves to those who need to hear the good news of God's kingdom. And this year, more than ever, our city needs the good news of God's kingdom. And the extraordinary thing that is in those days, each one of those people gathered in that city 
heard the good news in their own language. So, who among us speaks the language of those who are homeless and sleeping on our streets? Who among us speaks the language of those who are fearful for their jobs at Rolls-Royce and Bombardier and Toyota? Who among us speaks the language of our frontline health workers, exhausted from the constant pressure of taking care of us. Who among us speaks the words of our refuge collectors and our bus drivers? Who among us speaks the words of our chief executives and our senior management of the leaders of our council? Who will speak in their language to them the good news of the kingdom of God? My friends, it's you and me. It's the people that God has put us among, the ones whose language we speak, the ones whom we know and love and understand, the ones with whom we share history and stories and common life. We are the ones that the Holy Spirit comes and fills and sends us out to be the bearers of good news. And when they heard them speaking, they were amazed. And so it will be, must be for us, that when we speak our story, when we allow the Holy Spirit to take our words and our language, the language that our friends and families and colleagues and neighbours speak, real, human, honest language, and allow that to be touched and transformed by the Holy Spirit, for the story of Jesus to be threaded through our own stories and those stories told in our city. It's then that God's kingdom will come. And not only through our words, but through the way our words are also made manifest in action. Uh, we have seen this last week uh, how easy it is for trust to be broken when our actions do not match our words. And so we must allow the Holy Spirit not only to fill our words, but to fill our lives so that the way we live matches the words we tell. This year, more than ever, we pray that heartfelt prayer, thy kingdom come. Sisters and brothers, my friends, that's a risky prayer, but let's pray it together. That God's kingdom will come first in us and then we might share it with the people of our city. Amen.